Charlemagne the God here. I can't wait to see you at the Black Effect Podcast Festival coming to you live on Saturday, April 22nd at the Pullman Yards in Atlanta, hosted by myself and Jess Hilarious. If you haven't gotten your tickets, what are you waiting for? The Black Effect is bringing some of the hottest podcasts live, like the 85 South Show, Horrible Decisions, and Big Facts for one day only, okay? For inspiring podcasters, we've got you covered. If you don't want to miss the Black Effect Podcast Festival, make sure to get your tickets today at blackeffect.com. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Please stand clear of the doors. Hey guys, you know we're gonna go to Candlelight today, yeah, so I made us. Wait. Yeah, I made us all reservations what? over for Ale and Compass. Are yeah. you serious? No, I made reservations. What? what? Where? Chefs de France. Guys, I made reservations at Rosen Crown Pub. Welcome to episode 81 of the Diz His Podcast. I'm Joe. I'm Alex. I'm Jen. Today we will be giving the his on the Candlelight Processional. So what do you guys think about the Candlelight Processional? We all, oh, I like how Jen, she changed her. (laughs) 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 Oh gosh. Yeah, that's funny because Jen changed her background. Uh, Okay. So first off, Alex, not a very big fan of the Candlelight Processional, right? (laughs) (laughs) It's safe to say I'm not a fan. Yeah, I I tend to um, take a little nap if I can. Yeah, so we're not gonna go ahead and get your rating on it, Jen. No, I I, deserve <laughs> I, a rating. I know I'm just joking, <laughs> Jen. What do you think of the candlelight processional? So there were there's always been two parts to my Disney Christmas. Part one was the um, Osborne Lights. Oh, we just did an episode on part- that. Yeah, I think it was episode eighty. <laughs> <laughs> and then part two is um candlelight and so it was always like when the candlelight was ending it was just kind of like you took this nice big deep breath in and you're like okay now it's christmas so yep yep same thing kind of like what we talked about last episode it's kind of like it was like a whole weekend event for us like yeah. a whole you know christmas holiday event so mm-hmm. you know we had the uh the, the lights on friday night saturday we did candlelight processional you know mm-hmm. we've seen many people which we're talking about in the memories and we have some really cool memories at the candlelight yeah um we have some pretty funny ones right i have a funny memory you do yeah is it the one where uh we'll, we'll talk about it later it. some really funny some really funny <laughs> ones <laughs> so let's go ahead and give this one a ranking or a rating right all right not really a ranking we're not ranking anything but rating alex what do you get for a rating wait hold on wait can we play closest to the pen let's say what we guess okay so go ahead Go ahead, Jen. I'm going to say Alex is going to rate this a two. I'm going to listen. If he rates it a two, I'm never talking to him through the rest of this podcast. (laughs) Oh, is that a a promise? Can I have that in writing? Yeah. (laughs) If he ranks it anything lower than a five, I'm going to be upset with him. Go ahead, Alex. It's a a four. Oh, what? A four? This is terrible. All right. So it's a four because I myself. I'm not into this whole, I'm not, I'm not a big Christmas guy. Also not a big religious guy. So the, at all that aspects aren't interesting in me. The only thing that saves it is those dang French horn players or whatever they are doing the signs. <laughs> those guys are awesome. I'll watch those oh, guys. Oh, the Herald Trumpets. Yeah, the Herald Trumpets. Thank you. I don't know. I don't know instruments either. <laughs> those guys are awesome. I, I just take my, t- I just, all I do the whole thing is I just watch one instrument you know, I'll watch an instrument, then I'll watch an instrument, then I'll watch an instrument. And that's what I do. I don't really pay attention to music or the words or anything. And let, or, as you guys know, I'll take a little nap. Yeah, yeah, you're good at taking naps. Uh, uh, Jen, what do you rate it? Uh, I give it a nine. Nine? Okay. Why? Is- only, because, only because I just gave, you know, I gave the Osborne Lights my, you know, top you rating. Yeah, yeah. So why would you say a nine, nine, ten? Um, they, okay. So I'll be, I'll sound like really nitpicky here. Um, they change, they condense the story. They change the story. And also if you really want me to get like finicky, they change the tempo of some of the songs and I don't like that. <laughs> oh my gosh. But Hey, th- th- she's right though. She gave it nine out of 10. So it means like a super high rating. I was just wondering why uh, maybe she didn't give it 10 out of 10. Right. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and give it a. I'm gonna give it a. I'm gonna give it a ten again, man. Nothing like it. I'm giving it a high because there's nothing like it that you're gonna experience really anywhere else, if you ask me. Right. Same thing with the uh, 
the lights. You're not going to experience that feeling I mean, at you Disney. Can, you can anywhere not else. experience something terrible. Doesn't make it good. Just because you can't experience anywhere else. Well, dude, you're going to take away from my rating. I'm it's just, my I'm rating, saying, man. I'm it's my saying. rating, right? Ten, right? Not going to get a celebrity telling the story, right? You're not going to go ahead and be at Disney, you uh-huh. know, getting this experience. Not going to be with your family overall. And this is like, remember how I always rate stuff on not only experience but my experience of it i'm gonna give it a 10 right because this is definitely one of the things that i love doing every year and we've done it many times and we have a lot of cool memories with it let's get to the his on the candlelight processional the candlelight processional is held at america gardens theater in the world showcase at epcot this show follows in the footsteps of the original 1955 Disneyland performance. The tradition also took place in Magic Kingdom when the park opened in 1971. The show relocated to Epcot's America Gardens Theater in 1994. Candlelight includes an orchestra and masked choir that performs traditional holiday songs while a guest celebrity retells the biblical story of Christmas. The Candlelight Processional is a major part of Epcot's holiday around the world celebration, running from Friday after Thanksgiving until December 30th of each year. So, you know, I kind of, it's kind of cool that they mentioned the candlelight uh, processional being a major part of the Epcot holiday around the world celebration because I love the holiday around the world celebration. Mm-hmm. Right. And the reason why I love it is I love hearing like different cultures and kind of how they celebrate, you know, the holidays. And right. it's like a little different. And uh, I know we're not talking about holidays around the world. This could be something that we maybe do next year, mm-hmm. you know, type of thing. But yeah. uh, I just want to mention that uh, there's this, I think it's in Norway. There's like a mischievous gnome, and he totally like like messes around everyone's like he messes up everyone's house. And I love like yeah, and I love hearing that story because at every you know country, there's a little story of how that country celebrates that holiday, right? And so you can go there, and there's like a little show, and so you can stop at every country. And it's probably about like a 15 minute show, and so it's like you know they interact with the audience and stuff like yeah. that. Uh, it's really cool. Um, we'll possibly do a. I wonder if there's like YouTube videos of each country up on YouTube. If not, we know what we're doing. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but, you know, definitely, I, I, this is definitely like the centerpiece of the the of the world showcase of Around the World Celebration. You know, holidays around the world is this candlelight. I mean, there's people waiting in line like all day for it. Uh, we'll oh, talk gosh. a little bit more about our memories uh, with that because <laughs> we actually got smart because you can get a dinner package, right? So we started getting the dinner package, mm-hmm. you know, for... Uh, before waiting because that wait and you know waiting's not that bad right i that's one of my favorite parts of doing it i think the irony is is that the getting the my memory is the um is the um dinner is my meltdown that led to us getting the dinner package after that and the irony is is that even though we get the dinner package we still wait in line because it's just the anxiety i guess of (laughs) needing to get that good seat yeah so it is still but you know uh i've mentioned this before with me going to rise of the resistance you know i got up super early i went there Uh, i was lucky enough to know where the stand and all these different things and yeah it's super early and and maybe people think it's not worth it but to be there with people who are are just as excited as you to ride something they're all excited about star wars amazing experience it's the same thing with this Everyone's excited about going to the candlelight. Right. So you're waiting in line and you're making friends with the people, you know, in front of you, behind you, and you're having a good time talking about candlelight, talking about your memories of candlelight. I remember the last time that we were there last year and uh there was a there was some I made friends with the people uh there's two ladies who were kind of behind us and we talked like the whole time. Like for two hours that we were waiting in line, we talked the whole time. It was it was so much fun. You remember? I do. I do. I remember that because we did we not have dinner reservations last year? No, no. Uh, you know something? I don't, I'm not sure. I don't think, I feel like we stood, I feel like we stood on the, the right-hand side. I don't think that we did have dinner reservations. I think. I'm not sure if we went with you guys last year, actually, to Candlelight for some reason. Oh. The man and the boy did not go. <laughs> the man and the boy did not go. <laughs> and that, that changed everything up, I think. Uh-huh. Uh, no, oh, yeah. um, we did. We did go. We all went together and um, Pam and Emma met us at... But we did. I don't think we had the dinner because we we didn't have the dinner. No, 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 next year. No, no. The year the the last year that we all went together, right? 
it was we had breakfast over at the company the yeah. Allen Compass. Yeah. And, Allen Compass, yeah, 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 yeah. And that's that that's, was two years ago. Yeah, and that's the memory I was going to share, which we'll get into a little bit later okay. about that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the candlelight processional has evolved over the years, but it started as a special tradition that has been around since the opening of the parks. When Disneyland celebrated its first holiday festival in 1955, a group of twelve Dickens carolers under the direction of Dr. Charles C. Hurt of the University of Southern California, performed throughout the park, and guest choirs were invited to perform daily in the Main Street USA bandstand, which was rechristened the Christmas Bowl for the season. So it's kind of interesting that this huge, big thing that it's now, like what's going on now, like how big this is mm-hmm. and how popular it is, that it started so small. Right, yeah, it's kind of amazing how it, uh, it naturally evolved. It wasn't produced by somebody. Someone was like, we're going to do this. And it's going to be amazing. It was like something that just happened and it just got traction and it just kind of uh, became bigger and bigger every year eventually. And it's funny because in my little world, in my bubble, I had no idea that it started at Disneyland and that it was such an event over there that it was still such an event over there. And actually similar but different just because of the you know the celebrity hosts the caliber of the celebrity hosts that they had over there um definitely it it just completely different so and Mm -hmm. i didn't realize that until last year yeah so it's kind of cool that something i like it's really nice to think of that it started like it evolved naturally it wasn't something that's that was put it, it was something that grew and grew and grew to what it is today it's kind of cool on the opening afternoon of the festival, the carolers and a 300-member massed chorus made up of visiting choirs stood together on the train station steps and sang Christmas carols with the other visiting school bands. Bands came from all over the United States. In 1956, under Dr. Hurt's direction, the carolers and singers from eight visiting choirs also performed as a group on the station steps, this time accompanied by the Disneyland band. In 1957, the event grew larger as choirs followed the Christmas Around the World Parade from Sleeping Beauty Castle into the plaza where they were to perform. Due to the popularity of this event, the singers were unable to form a circle in the center of the plaza as intended. Instead, they stood around the Disneyland band and performed informally. So, you know, so we have our show notes and usually we we kind of will write kind of what we're going to talk about, you know, during that little piece of history. And this is kind of where I wrote you know, we'll talk about our experiences, how busy it gets in our traditions of eating and then waiting in line, even though we're guaranteed. You know, we're guaranteed. When you get the dining package, you're yeah. guaranteed to get in. I know. But we still wait in line. I know. You guys are, are mad. <laughs> <laughs> because because then it comes, then it's about the seating. It's about where to sit. And the for the past few years, the reason that my family does that is because my daughter plays French horn and her professor um, is the principal French horn for um, the orchestra. And so that's always been something that's been exciting is to be able to actually see her and her husband perform. So we try to sit as close as possible. Hence the reason that we basically throw our entire afternoon at Epcot to stand in line so that we can be as close to her as possible, which is silly because we stop and talk to her every year after the performance. <laughs> yeah. I think every time we've gone, I feel like we sat at the same spot. Yeah. Close to, yeah. You're right. We, because, we you know, sometimes what happens if you get in there, and one of the reasons why I kind of don't mind waiting as much is, number one, I don't mind waiting because we're all having fun, right? And we're spending time together. But not only that, though, I mean, you don't want to get a, a spot that's like in front of, of a column or something like that, mm-hmm. right? So you want to make sure you get a spot that you're able to kind of see everything that's going on, right? You want to see the celebrity. You want to get close close to the celebrity. Uh, you know, come, some of the celebrities that I, I can tell that we have seen, um, we'll talk about that later. Yeah. The Candlelight Processional was a hit. It quickly became part of family traditions all around the world. In 1958, Dr. Hertz suggested that performances by a larger masked choir group would be a welcome addition to future holiday events. In December 1958, the first evening candlelight processional was held with singers from 16 choirs walking down Main Street to the plaza where they performed a full concert with the Dickens Carolers singing from the Sleeping Beauty Castle balcony above. In 1960, the event was moved back to Town Square 
and actor Dennis Morgan, known for movies like My Wild Irish Rose, It's a Great Feeling, and Christmas in Connecticut read portions of the biblical Christmas story in between the classical hymns. So a little bit about the Candlelight Processional. Obviously, they're starting to bring more people into it, and I like a choir and all these different things, right? Mm-hmm. There's high schools that are around Florida that get invited to this yeah, and to participate in the, the singing of the songs, right? They are local high schools. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're from Florida. They're they're local high schools around the area, so they get to right. go to I this. I mean, the high schools from our town. Yeah, wow. yeah, yeah, and it's pretty cool. Um, you know, now because not only that, they get to experience. Not only do they get to experience the whole feeling of you know the holidays and all that, they get to meet the the celebrity speaker. I think the celebrity speaker goes in there and is like, hey, you know, says hey to everyone. So they kind of get to see the the celebrity speaker. Yeah. And they they also get passes, I believe, to Disney for them and their family too. Because Gary, you know, Gary has been on the show in a while. Yeah. And he was he's our brother in law, you know. And he's been he was on uh Lady and the Tramp and Indiana Jones stunt spectacular. He was on those two shows. Mm -hmm. And hopefully we'll be able to have him on here soon again. Uh but but, he performed. Huh? But yeah, he he was he was he was performing and he has some really cool stories. Maybe he should have been on this one because that would have been kind of cool because he has a story because People were fainting because they're standing up there, right? And they're kind of like locked, like their legs are locked. So people don't lock your knees. Yeah, don't lock your knees because that was happening. He said people are like falling and like there's people there to catch them, I guess. <laughs> just pull them out. Yeah. <laughs> I love Gary's stories, man. Yeah, you need to have him back on here. Yeah, yeah. maybe we'll have him here in a couple of weeks for sure. Uh, so, but yeah, he has some really cool stories about that. Maybe we can even talk about when he comes back on. We can just talk about, hey, Gary, you know, we, we were talking about your stories about Candlelight. You want to talk about some of them like in the, the memory or the what you did in the world of Disney slash news or something like that segment. This tradition with celebrities has continued to this day with celebrities, including Cary Grant, John Stamos, John Wayne, Henry Fonda, Jimmy Stewart, Gregory Peck, Whoopi Goldberg, Charleston Heston, James Earl Jones, Olympia Dukakis, and Neil Patrick Harris, all telling the story of Christmas. The living Christmas tree featuring the Western high school acapella choir was also introduced into the candlelight ceremony that year as a centerpiece for the ceremony. Western had presented their impressive chorus program at the park for the previous two years on a special constructed tree made of risers. It was so well received that they were given this annual place of honor for the next 21 years until their director, Alexander Einhoff, retired in 1981. In 1982, the newly formed Disney employee choir made up of volunteer Disney cast members from the parks, studios, and Walt Disney Imagineering, was selected to fill their place, an honor they have held ever since. You left on Trevor? Yeah, his his facial expressions right now are so funny. <laughs> it's, so, it's funny. Uh, yeah, I, I know there's a lot of names I said, and I could have said more, um, but you know, when you're reading the name of a list of people, you're like, oh, I gotta name this guy. Oh, I gotta name this person. Oh, I gotta name this person. And so I know it was a long list of names, but it's worth it. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, do you remember some of the people we've seen? Whoopi Goldberg. What, uh, Jen, first off, what are you going to share something here that? What do you want to share, Jen? So the year, so it was 2004, and it was the year that The Passion of the Christ had uh-huh. just come out, okay. and Jim Caviezel, who played Jesus in that movie, um, he was a celebrity narrator at Candlelight, mm-hmm. and he, um. That was just because of all the tie-ins together. That was such a popular candlelight that you you couldn't get near it. It was standing room only. Wow. It was you just it, you just you couldn't. I mean, I remember watching it from like a distance, distance because it was just such the tie-in of the two with the movie and you know who he was and and everything like that. It just it made it you know just damn near impossible to even hear it. So that's crazy. I didn't. I never really thought about that. Well, because because you were there during that. I went with a friend of mine. You remember my friend George? Yeah. No. So I went with. I know you. I got, I got a funny story about George. That's for another podcast. So. <laughs> so I went with my friend George, and um, we were, you know, just kind of doing our own thing at Epcot. And when we had found out about who the narrator was, we're like, "Oh, let's check this out." Yeah, right. That wasn't happening. Yeah. There was no way. So George and I stood way, 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 like almost back by, um, you know, the American in the American Pavilion. So you couldn't see anything. You could just barely hear it. Mm-hmm. 
So some of the people that we've seen, uh, Whoopi Goldberg, right? We've seen Whoopi Goldberg. We, I think we I might feel like seen, a couple times. Yeah, we've probably seen her a couple times, right? <laughs> Neil Patrick Harris. We've seen Neil Patrick Harris. I think maybe we've seen him a couple of times too, right? At least not once. That was very exciting. That was, that was a good year. Yeah. And Kurt Russell was a good year too. That was a good person yes. to see, right? Because he's in the Disney it, movies. Yeah. What did, um, he's uh, in, what's it? Oh, gosh. Well, my son calls him Ego. So he says the year we saw Ego. And, oh, yeah. Uh, Where is he in Ego? Is he, that, I know it's Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was his name in Guardians? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and he's been in some other. He, I think he was just in, he's in the, the one Christmas special. It's on, oh, that's on Netflix. Oh, no, no, it's Disney Plus. No, no. Is, it on, is it on Netflix? Netflix. Oh, okay. So let's talk about Neil Patrick Harris real quick, right? Neil Patrick sure. Harris, uh, we just missed him one time eating, didn't we, Jen? So I swear, he was in the restaurant at the same time as us. I think at Japan, right? No, China. Was it China? And it was China. And he was... I don't remember. I thought we just I'm, missed him. I thought like the waiter or waitress was like, hey, you know, MPH was just here. Was that the year I, I was think, there? No. Oh. I think it was he like has, was just finishing up as we sat down. I remember I left my glasses on the on the stroller because I was like wanting to scan the restaurant and I can't see anything without him. And I was so upset because he, you know, could have been there. I can't. I can't with him in the faces. I know, man. <laughs> So, um, yeah, so we just missed him at the restaurant. I remember the one year we saw Whoopi. Don't you remember we saw her at Magic yep. Kingdom we, the next right day? Right by Barnstormer. The commercial? Yep. Right by Barnstormer, yep. Yep, she was filming part of the Christmas special. Yeah, and uh, I'm not sure. So my, when I, I'm related to a famous actor. He was on The Wonder Years. He was the dad on The Wonder Years, Dan Loria. Uh, so he actually, that year, I remember, he was in a production with her. Uh, I think I wasn't sure if it was like on Broadway or something like that, or it was like a TV show. But I remember he was like doing something with her. And I, was I think like, it was oh, Broadway. Maybe. Pros- I'm pretty probably. sure it was Broadway. Over the years, the event has become so popular that it was also introduced at Walt Disney World's inaugural holiday season in 1971, starting at the Magic Kingdom and moving to Epcot in 1994. It has grown from a simple procession of candlelit carolers into a spectacular classical concert featuring a thousand-voiced mass choir, the living tree, orchestra, fanfare trumpets, bell choir, soloist, sign language interpreters, guest conductor, and a celebrity narrator. Disney guests, especially the guests here at the Diz His, particularly love Candlelight for the way it makes them feel each holiday season. Actor Howard Keel, who narrated Candlelight at both Disneyland and Walt Disney World in the 1980s, put it best. I've never been a very religious person, but when you stand up there for all of those people with that incredible chorus and orchestra behind you, it's a wonderfully moving experience. In fact, he added, I was so moved, I could hardly speak. I, I mean, I said it before, I love watching all the instruments because I like music. Um, so I love watching all the instruments. I love watching a sign language person. Yeah. Like, I love watching them. They're so fun to watch. I, and you have some t- t- taken some classes in sign language, yeah, too, I took, right? Yeah, I took two years in sign language in college. I can't, I can't speak any speak. I can't sign it anymore. Uh, and, uh, you know, watching all those, the, Christmas, the people of Christmas tree, you, you know you know what? It's so sad, but I didn't realize they formed a tree until the second year I went there. Oh, really? Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just thought they were just standing that way. And then second year, I was like, I was like oh, they're a tree. Christine, did you know they're a tree? <laughs> yeah, it's pretty cool that they're a tree. <laughs> so it's funny. And I got to go back now and I got to see if I can find. Just du- just because I had Duck your pictures. head real quick. You can see the tree right there. D- duck your head. Duck my head? Yeah, yeah. Well, physically. Yeah, but it's you can changed. see a tree. It's changed over the years it because has. it used to be one of the cast members. Okay, not the picture I posted just now. One of the um, the one of the cast members used to be the star. Like there were all the green, and then the one at the very top. He had a he or she had a um, a particular collar that was gold. So it wasn't that year. No, because that's Neil Patrick Harris. Yeah. Um. And Chu uh, just said in chat also the conductors are always so uh, expressive. Oh, yeah. they're really conductors good. Conductors yeah. are great. They yeah, are, they, they are. are. You're right. And, and you know how awesome is that when they turn around and then they they want the audience per, um, to participate in you know the candlelight. Oh, like when they break them up in sections. Did you? Oh that? no, silent when the, it's silent night. They want you to sing yeah. along with silent night. You remember yeah. that one year though we had Whoopi and they had some kid and the kid was like 
I was it just out. getting ready to say Oh, that. were you really? Was that out the in kid, the... Like the, the power of Christ compelled that child to just dance. And yeah. And Whoopi just... And the kid was <laughs> dancing in the aisle. And Whoopi called and, her out. was like, oh, Yeah, Whoopi she just stopped everything and was just admiring the child and the dancing. It was so awesome. It was really cool. It was awesome. <laughs> that kid was my kid. I don't know if you guys understand that. <laughs> it was not. It was my daughter. It was not. Because it was. It, it was. It was Emma. It was Emma. It was not. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. That's my memory. Oh my gosh! No way, really? Yes. It was. Oh, I Emma. had no idea. I totally forgot about Are that you part. Serious right now? Really? I did I not know, know that. <laughs> Whoopi and Whoopi called her out. Yes. yes. Oh my gosh! That's an awesome memory. <laughs> I just relived it. I can't believe that. <laughs> That's so funny that we forgot it was Emma. Oh my gosh! Did you know that it was Emma, or did you just know, like? Did you just no, remember I that? I forgot it was Emma until he said something. I just remember <laughs> having, but of course, that's why it stood out to us even more because it was. That's funny. That's pretty awesome. No, I don't have a memory for memories. Yeah, well, you can just share that one. <laughs> share that one again. Quick fire, quick facts. Let's go. The candlelight processional can accommodate one thousand guests. Have to use the restroom during the special event? Cast members give you special holiday secret codes to let you back into the performance. The playlists for the processional have known to change throughout the years. Want guaranteed seating and don't want to wait in line all day? Don't forget about the dinner package. And the dinner package is one of those things I think that I think people don't really know about. Right? There's always a Oh no, people know about it. This is hard to get though, isn't it? Because we're always kind of like, oh... The problem with the dinner package now, and I remember now why we didn't do it last year, because we, it starts booking in August and usually I'm like getting everybody's information and we book this big table together and all that stuff like that. But what happened this past year is they wanted payment in full upfront. Do you remember that now? I don't they remember. Wanted they wanted, well, probably because I was, I, I deal with this with your wife. So they want a payment in full for everybody who was going up front in August, mm-hmm. which is a terrible time for me because I have three birthdays in August and back to school. So there was just there and the dinner is not cheap. The most expensive or the least expensive option is still, oh, I think it's up to like 40 something dollars a person now. And so when you're trying, when you're booking that out and you're having to pay now for four adults, because, you know, your youngest is considered a Disney adult. Um. Yes, that's right. I do have four birthdays in August. Thank you for reminding me, Trevor. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So you have, um, when you have to pay for all of those, you know, people up front. Yeah, no, there's no doubt about it. That's a lot of money for sure. Right. You know, you're talking about dropping $200 for a dinner in December, mm-hmm. in August. And that was probably the biggest disservice that they did to us. I mean, I understand why they did it because people were making massive reservations for, yeah. um, you know, they would they would book all the different places. And so you need that guarantee. I just wish they had done a credit card guarantee instead of... Um, you know, or just one reservation per person or something like that. Yeah. For the average person, it's kind of hard yeah, to, um, about it. you know, drop that kind of money, you know, or to promise that kind of money right when school is starting and things like that. Uh-huh. Um, and that's why we truly ended up taking our, our day and spending it in line um, mm-hmm. in the standby lane. And that's what happened last year. Yeah. And, you know, I'm not, mm. this is not really a memory of mine. Uh, so I'll go, I'm going to go ahead and share it. Uh, you know, we've eaten at a couple different places, right? We've eaten at we've eaten at Japan, we've eaten at China, we've eaten at France. You know, we've eaten at uh, Germany. Ger- yeah, we've eaten at Germany a couple times, I think. Mm-hmm. And my favorite one, Germany's really good because it's like a buffet, right? Yes. So it's always nice to go ahead and get a buffet. Plus, I think you can get a meal also, right? I think. Oh no, maybe. Did you just- eat Mexico with us or no? No, I did not eat Mexico with you guys. That I didn't. I didn't we didn't do that year with you guys, I guess. Okay. Um, but dude, the. Uh, camp, the Ale and Compass, right? Is that the Ale and Compass, yes. right? It was I, that was my favorite one. I mean, it, was, really? it was breakfast, not France, oh, not no. France. Dude, France was, was cool. France getting... was France was cool uh, because it had Remy, and then like so they came out and they're like, "Hey, this is compliments of the chef," and then it opened up like this like cheese plate and Remy's there, and it was kind of mm-hmm. like like squeaking around, like, rah, 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 like the, you know, like, uh, Remy from Ratatouille. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, it was super cool. I was like, <laughs> "Oh man, this is awesome!" Right. 
but the Allen Compass, man, their food, oh, it was so good. They had a nice buffet, right? Yeah. And then you can order like French toast or it's waffles. Amazing. It was so good. I really liked it. You didn't like that, Jen? No, I did. I mean, it kind of reminded me of Palo Brunch a little bit. But um, and it was nice to do that, to start your day with that, because Mm -hmm. then, you know, our day is always broken up by the fact that we go do lunch. So the the fact that we could get up in the morning and go eat that breakfast and then kind of just take our time and saunter into the park and we didn't have to worry about, you know, that breaking it up. We actually got to do a few more things before we stood in the standby line for the guaranteed admission event that Mm -hmm. we, you know, have guaranteed admission for but um you know that was definitely i would do that again um i'm not really as interested in doing the um like cycling through all the different countries i do like rose and crown um you know we've never done canada and i would Mm. i mean i've eaten in canada but just not for candlelight so i mean maybe at some point i'd like to do that but i'm really happy with the um dinner with the breakfast that we had done that last time yeah, and uh, you know, in chat right now, they're talking about is it a fast pass? It's not a fast pass event. I definitely recommend, you know, doing the dinner package though. If you're if yeah. you're able to do it, I definitely recommend it because it, uh, you know, my memory, one of my memories, which is which I'm going to talk about here in a little bit, is we didn't get the dinner package, but uh, it was like the first time I ever went, so we had no idea. Mm-hmm. But I'll talk about that here in a minute. The candlelight processional is a special Christmas tradition for our families here at the Diz His. Each year, we get the dining pass. Enjoy a nice family meal together and gather for the candlelight processional at Epcot. Over 9,000 Disney World workers have been laid off because of this unusual time. Even more in California. Cast Member Pantry is a food bank in Orlando that specializes in supplying unemployed cast members with food and necessities. We here at DizHiz think this is a great cause, and that is why during the months of November and December, if you sign up for our Patreon, we will donate that money straight to Cast Member Pantry for both November and December. You get all the benefits of joining our goof group, as well as helping people that brought joy and happiness to your trips to the park. Just visit patreon.com slash 65 If you want to just donate to Cast Member Pantry, you can visit their Facebook page at castmemberpantry.com. Any donations are greatly appreciated. That's patreon.com slash 65 or castmemberpantry.com. With it being the holiday season, we have a great gift idea for whomever in your family is looking for cool, unique, and colorful earrings. Champagne and Clay is a jewelry store specializing in clay earrings with many different unique styles for anyone to enjoy. Their earrings are light and stylish and comfortable enough to be worn all day. All the earrings are color customizable. Just message them with any questions and they will gladly respond. Visit etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash champagne and clay. That's etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash champagne and clay. And be sure to let them know Diz has sent you. memories alex do you have any other memories that you want to share even though we kind of ruined yours uh no that's my biggest memory is when we took my daughter and uh we were we had the seat by the aisle because um it's just the way we end up sitting and she got up and was dancing in the aisle to the music and we'll be called her out about it and it was really, it was so funny and uh you know she danced a little more later that after that and then eventually she got tired and i think she felt ended up falling asleep later in the evening and- Go ahead, it was it was the it was the way she danced too. I yeah. mean, if you I I see it so distinctly in my head, and I I cannot believe I didn't even remember that it was Emma. But until you said something, and then all of a sudden it's like that you know like the vision is blurry in your head and it becomes sharp. But it was the way that I mean, it was almost like she had the hand raised, like she was. It it was very very specific. <laughs> I just see if we have video. I, I I would imagine Christina would not have video of it. Yeah, that'd be cool if you do have it. Yeah. Because uh, now, the, when when we say Whoopi called her out, it wasn't like a bad call. It was kind of no. like, you know, this, she stopped everything, was like, this is what we're doing. This is what it's all about. This is what it's all about, yeah. pretty much, you know? And if we were to go ahead and this, be able to dance, you know, the world would be that much of a better place. Yeah, yeah. She and, was like, take that girl away. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, she wasn't like, take that, be gone. No, no, she she was all about it, and uh, it, it was definitely a cool moment. I totally forgot it was Emma, though, man. That's that's super <laughs> awesome. You guys. And I'm sure uh, Christina should have a video of that. I, I, imag- I imagine. I'll have to get it. I would venture to guess that if you were to talk to your to your wife, that's probably, you know how we were talking about, um, you know, everybody's special memory that they have that like sticks with them forever with their kids. Mm-hmm. I would think that you're, that's probably one of Christina's top. Probably. I don't know that about it. Yeah. Uh, so Jen, what about you, Joe? Oh, me? Okay. Uh, so my memory is going for the very first time. I mean. This with was, us, right? No, no. This was way, this was like. I mean, I've known you guys for like 20 something years, but this was right when I started dating Mel uh, before we were married and we went to Epcot. And this was probably right right when we started getting our passes, uh, our fast, not fast passes. This is when we first got our annual passes and we didn't really know what the candlelight was all about. We were just at Epcot. You know, we had no idea what the candlelight was going on. And we're like, oh, candlelight procession. This sounds kind of cool. We're just going to go ahead and wait in line. And you know how we had no idea how crazy it was going to be. So we went to go wait in line and it was insane. Yeah. Right. And I forget who we were going to see. Maybe it was like Gary Sinise or something like that. But we waited in line and we were like, you know, you have the one side of the line that has the dinner package that automatically gets seated. But then after all those people are seated, that's when they seat everyone else. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And there's still quite a bit of people that they let in there, let in and see it. And we we made it all the way to the front, and we were like the next ones to go, and they they closed it. Oh my god! And we, we yeah, and it was like a huge line. Uh, so we got to pretty much see it from from far away. But then we after it was over, we were like the first ones in. So we got we pretty much saw it twice. I guess you can say you saw it twice, really. I believe so. Yeah. Oh wow! I would not have watched it twice. Well, I wouldn't watch it once, but yeah, I understand. <laughs> you know what I mean? But you know, it, it, so it's kind of cool. Um. And, uh, you know, this, it's just one of those things I just love going with everyone. I love getting in the spirit, you know, it's like, it's that, it's like the epic, you know, Disney family, uh, friends holiday that we get to go and spend at Disney. And that's, that's one of the staples, you know, is the candlelight and that's, that's still here. So, you know, yeah. the, uh, Osborne never, lights, they're gone, yeah. but the candlelight's still here. I would never say like, let's not do it this year. Like we have to do it. It's part of the trip. Like, right. Have, yeah, yeah, to. yeah, yeah. Okay, how about you, Jen? What's uh, your memory? So my memory is funny because most of my memories around Disney, the specific ones, they always end up being really funny. So the first year that they came out with the dining package, um, I tend to be a little on the cheap side when it comes to um, eating at Disney, just because it's already so expensive <laughs> mm-hmm. that if I can get around eating at one of the you know fancier restaurants, I will. And so the package, you know, the dining package had come out and whatever, and it wasn't for us. And so that particular year, I went with my best friend and her daughter. That we start, we were going regularly, um, and so we were in the standby line. And we had already seen it, you know, several years in a row. So we, we knew what we want, you know, we we knew what it was and how important it was to get in there. And so just like you, Joe, we made it all the way to the front and didn't make it in. And there was no way in God's green earth, I was going to stand at the front of the line. (laughs) <laughs> and it was already, it was already a frustrating day. Um, both of my kids have gotten lost at Disney once. That was the day my daughter got lost at Disney. Oh my gosh. And so I had, and while I was waiting in line for that, um, for the candlelight, my, um, my friend had taken her daughter to the bathroom and apparently my daughter thought that she was supposed to go with her. And I didn't know that. And I turned around and she was gone. And that's that heart stopping moment of, you know, your child is gone and you don't know where they are or like you're going through your head of what are they wearing and whatever. And, and I just started panicking and I see my best friend dragging my daughter back because she knew that she, that my daughter was supposed to stay with us. So coming off of that adrenaline dump, I think we had not slept good the night before. And then we made it to the front and didn't get in. And I lost my marbles. I had, I had it. I didn't want to wait in that line any longer. I had a complete and total meltdown. (laughs) And you're laughing because you have experienced gen meltdowns. I have so many times. So, um, so we left, we left the line because I just couldn't deal with it. And we called and we got a reservation for the very next day for, um, Germany. 
for the, um, the dining package because it was the first year and whatever. And, um, so we ate at Germany the next day. It was nice. It was calm and it was very stress-free and we're like, Oh, you know what? I don't care how much money this costs. This is what we're doing every year. And so that's how we came about the dining package. It made it a little less stress-free. Yeah. And plus you get to eat delicious foods. I'm always down for that. Yeah. Okay, we'll go ahead and do. Um, oh, I can Jen. answer. I can answer uh, Chewy's question in the chat. They, um, the the choir practices. Um, they start practicing. I want to say it's early fall because they're all high school choirs, and um, you can see. So my daughter's in band, and she, um, you know, all the performing arts is all together in the high school. And so you can see the um, set list for candlelight. It's written on the board as soon as school starts. So they start practicing it that early. Um, and as far as like the cast member choir, I think that those auditions happen in the early fall as well. And you know, let's talk about, we, you, there's usually always one person that's like super expre expressive out Every there. Singing. Oh, yeah, I love watching Every Me too. And it makes it that much better. They, they mean, we're not, they make it that much better. Ever thought about moving closer to the parks? Imagine being able to drive to the park whenever you wanted. If that's the case, then you must use Streamline Mortgage Solutions. Interest rates are the lowest they have ever been, so if you're thinking of refinancing, now is the time. Streamline will let you know over the phone if it's the best decision for you. They have been helping customers with mortgages and refinancing all over Florida for 15 years. Michael and Patty from Windermere, Florida use Streamline Mortgage Solution, and here's what they had to say about the experience. My wife and I couldn't be happier with the service and support we received from Brian and Leanna at Streamline for our recent home purchase. They provided excellent communication throughout their application and approval process of our mortgage, and we would certainly work with them again in the future for our next purchase. Visit StreamlineFlorida.com to get in touch with an experienced Streamline team member who will assist you every step of the way, supplying you with services other companies can't. Contactless services are also available upon request. That's StreamlineFlorida.com, S-T-R-E-A-M, LineFlorida.com. And make sure to let them know this has sent you. Niels wants to know. Hey guys, a different type of question this time. What is the most underrated attraction in Walt Disney World, in your opinion? Let's start. Me, 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 me. Go ahead. Okay, go ahead, Jen. Country Bear Jamboree. Oh, gosh. Underrated. I was shocked I was there the other day and it had a 45-minute wait. So underrated. I know mine. The Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor, which isn't going on right now. Uh-huh. Um, because people got the people got laid off, unfortunately. Um, but that was I say that's one of the most underrated. I mean, I could go to that thing. Um, if I had to, I could go to it multiple times a day. It's so funny. And the fact that the people are improving as it's going. Um, I think that's really underrated. Okay, yeah, that's, those are two really good answers. Uh, I'm gonna have to say, you know, and uh, I kind of agree with uh, Chewy's in chat right now. It's People Mover. Uh, I think the People Mover is a great ride. I know Alex is shaking his head. I think it's very <laughs> underrated. And let me ex let me explain why I think it's so underrated. Okay, because you know, just like Country Bear and uh, Monsters, uh, the Laugh Factory, Laugh Floor, right? Both those, uh, they're they're definitely really good filler rides. So, you know, you got your fast passes, you get your three fast passes that you get throughout the day, right? And those are rides that you can go to and almost you're, you're going to get on it. You don't have that long of a wait, right? People Mover, Laugh Factory, mm -hmm. Country Bear, right? The Laugh Factory and People Mover are kind of right next to each other almost in a way. Yeah, very close. Right? So those are those ones you kind of hit. They're, and they're, they're fun rides. They're underrated because I think um, the People Mover, in my opinion, is, uh, you know, gives you a lot of you kind of see some of the other attractions. So you kind of get like some attract, like what, three or four attractions in one ride, right? You get to see Buzz Lightyear, a little bit of Buzz Lightyear. You get to go through Space Mountain, right? Which is cool. You get to go to through, there's another, oh, you kind of get to see the, uh, the speedway, the cars, right? Which is, I like to see. Uh -huh. So you get to, you, you, you kind of get to see the park. You get to see the new uh, roller coaster that's being built, Tron, right? Stuff like that. Um, so I kind of, you know, I really do enjoy that ride. 
It's a good break, but I'm telling you, underrated on a normal day when the park is, you know, when we're not dealing with COVID and the park is just, everything is open, there's never, ever a wait for Country Bear. And we laugh through it, even the little, <laughs> my son, because it's just at some points so inappropriate. Yeah. At least not Disney appropriate. It is, it is really inappropriate. You're right. But it's it but it's funny. And I will be heartbroken when it goes away because you just kind of go, I can't believe they said it, that. It will but eventually. I, it's just yeah. No. And hands down. Chewie said Spaceship Earth. I don't think that's underrated. I love Spaceship Earth. No, that's I think a lot of that that ride uh, you know, is uh I mean yeah, maybe it is underrated. It's a really good ride. <laughs> Maybe underrated in the sense that it's it, you, it there's never really a long line for it, you know. So it's always um, well, there's I always mean, there's there's a line when you get there first thing in the morning because it's the first thing you see. Yeah. But as the day goes on, five minute wait. No, but also on that end of the day is really long. When people when people first go, it's a long wait, and when people are leaving, it's a long wait. They're like, oh, let's yeah, go ahead and go on. This. Yeah, it's because here it's uh here Niels's answer. I bet you had some great answers. I think I go for living with the lens at Epcot. It's slow, it's long, it's serious, and the whole pavilion looks a bit outdated, but still, I like it very much. I think the ride offers a great, peaceful moment away from the Disney World intensity, while also being informative and educational. It's perfect with kids to learn and actually see where our food is coming from. Something Disney could consider to make this ride more popular is to add some Star Wars IP to Living with the Land. It's easy, just <laughs> let Yoda be a farmer or gardener in a greenhouse. Great value he will be. He already has green fingers. That's all for now, folks. Bye. That's funny. That's awesome. Yeah, living living with the land's awesome. Yeah, uh, I like it because you know you, some of the food you actually eat at Disney. That's it, cool. Yeah, That's definitely a, a cool part of it. Yeah. Do have we done an episode of Living with the Land? We have, and we kind of talked about behind the scenes, right? Yes, we did. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> what? That is funny. Tis the season to make sure your home reflects that holiday feeling. Three Cheeky Chicks Wax Company has got the smells for you. Christmas is always about those warm baked cookies, so make sure to try the North Pole Cafe Wax Melt. Fresh baked gingerbread with notes of cinnamon, ginger, cloves, and rich vanilla alongside a cup of steaming hot coffee with a hint of mocha and sweet cream. Or grab the Queen's Apple Pie, a perfect blend of baked apples, lightly spiced with cinnamon rich filling in a warm baked crust. This smell will make everyone ready for those holiday baked goods. So make sure to visit MagicallyScented.com and use code DIZHIS20 to purchase a wide range of wax melts, candles, and room sprays, all made by three cheeky chicks. There are plenty of holiday sales that will allow you to buy any smell that fits your house. That's three cheeky chicks at MagicallyScented.com and make sure to put in the code DIZHIS20. Breaking News. Today, we have Trevor with us with the news, and there's a lot of news, right? Because we had the last time we recorded, there was a lot of breaking news coming out. So now we're actually going to talk about that news, right, Trevor? Yes. What do you got for us? At the time of recording this, uh, Disney is doing their their, uh, investor day. So every branch of Disney is going over their projects for the next couple of years. They got you're talking about Pixar, Disney, all that, you know, Marvel, Star Wars, all that junk. So I don't know if you can see my paper here, but I got oh, okay. Oh, oh, all right, whatever. <laughs> got a whole bunch of stuff. Okay. So um I'm just gonna go through it as fast as I can. So uh, Star Wars Bad Batch series. Hold on, don't go, don't go too fast. Is it entertainment or is there gonna is there like parks and No, this is, this is entertainment. Okay. okay. We'll just interrupt them. Okay. So the Bad Batch series is a Star Wars series on Disney Plus. Okay. There's a show called Encanto that's going to whatever 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 it is going to be um is going to have music by Lin Manuel Miranda. Oh, cool. oh wow. Um there's going to be a Baymax series, a Moana series, that's a awesome. Zootopia Plus series. That's amazing. Uh Doug from Up is going to have his own show. What? Cool. Oh. Wow. Um Iwaju, I don't, I'm sorry, I've, I don't know how to say that, um, but that is going to be a, a, a show about a Pan-African princess. Okay. Cool. Um, huge, so, you know, I'm really into Marvel, so I, I was really paying attention to the Marvel stuff. So we just got our second WandaVision trailer. Okay. Ooh, this isn't Marvel, that. but uh, Chris Evans is going to star as Buzz in a Lightyear origin story. Oh. Wait, like live action? 
No, no, no. Okay. It is it is a cartoon, but it, it, he's playing the character that the Buzz Lightyear toy was based off of. Oh, interesting. That sounds so that's awesome. Chris Evans. Um, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness is coming out on March 25th, 2022. Okay, yeah. cool. Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Falcon and the Winter Soldier show is coming out on March 19th of next year. That's going to be great to Sweet. watch. We got a Loki trailer that I didn't catch the date. Ooh. The Loki trailer is amazing. So Loki is going to be an agent of some interdimensional time, you know, service, whatever it is, you know, like monitors of time. So he's going to be like a, a secret agent. Loki. Um, gotcha. Love me, Owen, Tom Hiddleston. Owen Wilson is also in that show. What? So one was there's a show called What If? And that takes a Marvel character called The Watcher going into different realities yes. and seeing what would happen. You know, what if? So a couple yeah, yeah. Episodes yeah. Hold on a second. Are... So Owen Wilson's going to be in which one? Loki. In Loki. Loki. Wow. 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 So a couple a couple episodes in What If are um, T'Challa as Star-Lord. What if T'Challa was Star-Lord? Cool. What if uh, Peggy Carter was Captain Britain? You know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Ooh, that's neat. Um, a Miss Marvel show is going to be on yeah, Disney Plus. Captain Marvel it. Two is confirmed. Oh, Moon Knight, wow. another Disney Plus Ooh, show is confirmed. As a, you know, the star of that will be Oscar Isaac. Yes, Midnight. This is another big Moon Knight. One. I think it said Midnight. It's no, Moon Knight. Moon Knight. Oh, okay, Moon Knight. Yeah. Oscar, uh, and Oscar Isaac. Hold on, Oscar Isaac. He's from uh, Star Wars, right? He's Poe. Yes. Yep. So another big one is Pope. Secret Invasion. So for those of you who remember the end of Captain Marvel, where uh, uh, Nick Fury is on the ship in space. Yeah, working with the uh, the green people. I'm, I forgot their name. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I forget their name. Oh, they can you're talking about, shift, you know you're talking about the Klingons. The, the Klingons. The krill. Wrong. It's krill. You're right. It's krill. Is it the krill? Yes. Scrolls. No, it's not krill. Scrolls. The ones scrolls. that can shapeshift. Yeah, shapeshift. Yeah, so that you know, secret invasion. That's a huge, huge story in the Marvel comics. Yeah, is secret invasion an Iron Heart show what's on announced and Ironheart is uh tony stark's prodigy in the comics oh that's Ooh, awesome okay. that'll be that's gonna be awesome um armor wars hey, hey real quick do you, any uh announcement on who's me playing Ironheart? yes it's uh it's a uh she's a relatively new actress she yeah Ironheart. i don't know that i mean men have hearts yeah we have hearts of dominique thorne is Ironheart. that's debatable <laughs> Dominique Thorne is Ironheart. Does that mean anything to you, Joe? What? The name um, Dominique Thorne? No, but didn't you hear what she said, Jen? I heard what she said. Okay. <laughs> so, Armor Wars, Don Cheadle is returning at, as War Machine. Oh, nice. oh that'll make Armor somebody Wars, very so, happy in my house. The premise of Armor Wars is Tony Stark's technology falling into the wrong hands. Right. So, what I see this as uh, uh, Don Cheadle's uh, War Machine going after the same people like, uh, like who we saw in um, Spider Man 2. Yes. You know, Mysterio getting Tony oh, Stark's cool. technology. I think mm-hmm. after the events of Spider-Man 2, we'll see Don Cheadle start to like look for Tony Stark's technology. Right. There's a show called I Am Groot. Baby Groot is getting yes, his own show. Baby cool. Groot? Not Teen Groot? Baby Groot. Do, is no, he going to be teamed Groot. up with uh, Like, so is he going to have Star-Lord with him or no? I don't know. That wasn't announced. Um, so Ant-Man and the Wasp 3 is announced. Quantumania oh, wow. is the name of it. Okay. Good, what's, good. The, what's, name of it? The, the, what's the name of it? Quantumania. Oh, cool. Oh, man. Pena, Pena Michael is going to have a part in that movie. It's going to be so hilarious. So the the villain of that uh, movie is Kang the Conqueror, a time traveler. Oh. So Kang the Conqueror is, is expected to be the next Thanos of this era of Marvel. Okay. Oh, really? Um, n- another big thing in next uh, Who's next playing year, Kang, you know? That wasn't announced. Okay. Next year, Guardians of the Galaxy will have a holiday special released on <laughs> Disney Plus. That's followed gonna by, be amazing. Oh followed by <laughs> Volume Three in 2023, nice. yes! and directed by James Gunn. Both of them. Cool. Yes, 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 yes. Here is another huge one. John Watts will be directing Fantastic Four. Oh, they're coming. They're coming. Nice. So a Marvel um, means a Disney Fantastic Four, right? It's gonna be good. Correct. That yeah. means it's gonna actually be good. Yeah. Correct. Correct. Um, another thing, Kevin Feige himself announced or announced or whatever, uh, Chadwick Boseman will not be recast. Black Panther will not be recast. Cool. Oh, wow. yeah. I saw some things saying the, the um, who played his his sister. Sure, his yeah, sister. they're gonna do movies with her now. Yeah, which is uh, cool. That is confirmed. Black Panther two, July eighth, twenty twenty two. Oh wow! That's so he filmed amazing. that. It's in. It's it's filming. Yes. No, he didn't. But it is filming. So. Oh, but it's gonna focus on her. Yes. 
Okay, um, gotcha. A little bit, a little bit of you know different kind of news. Um, there will be a price increase for Disney Plus, obviously, with all of the stuff that they're releasing. You know, I just oh, went over Marvel stuff. They have all of the Disney, Pixar, and Star Wars stuff that I haven't gone over. Um, the price increase will just be increased by one dollar, so that's seven ninety nine a month. Oh, it's not bad. Ridiculous. I'm done. Um, and then one thing that I missed from my list is there will be a Beauty and the Beast prequel yes. with Gaston and oh um, yeah, it's my favorite character, Fu returning. Cool. Nice. Josh Gad and whoever. Oh, played, so uh, so live action. It is oh. live action. That's awesome. Um, there is, you know, so much more stuff dealing with you know the Disney thing, you know Disney, Pixar, and Star Wars respectively. So I just kind of covered the Marvel half of things, but. Uh, there's going to be a lot of exciting stuff in the future, the next couple of years of Disney. I wonder if they're going to be doing the, if they're going to do the movies um, where they co-release them, where you can pay the, you know, $30 to watch it at home on Disney Plus the day it comes out, or you can go watch it in the theater. They didn't announce, they didn't say, but I hope not because the move that HBO Max, I'm not sure if um, everyone saw that. So, HBO will be hosting all of the Warner Brothers movies concurrently, meaning if you already have HBO Max, you don't have to go pay to see the Warner Brothers movies uh, in theaters because they were releasing concurrently. So if a movie comes out on January 28th in theaters, it'll be on HBO Max January 28th. So I hope that Disney doesn't do that because that does hurt theaters a lot. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, once our world... I won't. I'm sorry, go ahead. I cut you off. Once our, our world... Uh, kind of gets back to normal. I think we need to be uh, going to theaters and watching some movies and just and just helping those businesses out. You know, I was just talking about yesterday with my wife that you know we haven't been moving in a while, like to the movies, actual movies in a while, and I actually miss it because yeah. we were going like you know Tuesday it was like five dollar Tuesdays. You guys are going a lot. Yeah. So and you know Chris, one of our patrons, he ha- actually has some type of special pass, and he was going like multiple times a week. So movie yeah. pass, yeah, I had that. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. I had the movie pass too when that first came out, and that was that was a lot of fun. And they started changing it because I mean, it was kind of uh, it was they totally planned it the wrong way. Yeah, yeah. Um, Lucasfilm is in pre-production on the next installment of Indiana Jones. It will be Harrison what? Ford. It will be um, Harrison Ford. It yeah. will be Harrison. Ford. Is he gonna have his earring? <laughs> I don't know. Is That's he gonna a... be in a wheelchair? I mean, come on, man. <laughs> no. He's aged. No. I love, listen, I love Harrison Ford. He is like my, like, you know, like people have their old people crush. He's my <laughs> old dude crush, hands down. But. Well, they did say the only Indiana Jones is Harrison Ford. So That's moving true. on, the Mighty Ducks Game Changers oh, continues. Yes. So, the Mighty, Mighty Ducks, Ducks love the Mighty oh Ducks. Oh my gosh. Um, Zach Efron will be starring in Three Men and a Baby. Oh, boy. Oh, that's oh a good. Gosh. Okay. Those I like are, that casting. Who, who else? Who else? It, they don't say it's just, okay. it's just Zach Efron. Uh, we talked about last episode, um, live action Pinocchio, Disenchanted, Sister Act 3, uh, Peter Pan, uh, Baymax, Utopia Plus, Tiana, yeah. Moana, all that stuff. Uh, the two next uh, Pixar features are Turning Red hmm. and Luca. Those pl- I'm sure those plots will come out. And then, you know, that's there's a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, that's cool. On. That's awesome. Wow, so that's the news. Thank you. Seems Trevor. like there's a there's a heavy shift to uh, the uh, media, the entertainment portion. Yeah, Disney uh, Plus is a hit. You know, well, again, not all of this stuff will be released on Disney Plus. They they still are going to release stuff in theaters, but you know, Disney Plus works. Yeah. Um, and in our environment today, Disney Plus is a safe alternative to the movies. Yeah, yeah, and not only that though. I mean, just like you know, we kind of talked about this before, Mandalorian is on Disney Plus, right? Every Friday, this is something I look forward to with my families. Remember growing up, we had, you know, uh, TGI Fridays, TGIF, you know, yeah. Fridays, you sit with my mom, my sisters, you know, we would watch TGIF, like Full House, Family Matters. I kind of almost get that, that went away for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And Mandalorian's kind of bringing that back. So I kind of like these different things that they're doing with Disney Plus. It kind of brings, you know, families together, which is cool. Yeah. Because, you know, you know, of course, you know, going to the movie theaters is good to support, like, you know, film and going to the movie theaters. But mm-hmm. to me, it's also really important to be able to have that time with your family at home to have something to look forward to, to watch as a family. Right. Yeah. No, it's really important. OK, so we've got a whole bunch of news. I just want to say one thing before we uh, kind of end out the show and I'll talk to see if you guys have any news also. But, yeah. you know, we're going to be doing a Christmas Eve special on Sorcerer's Radio. So look out for that. You know, every year, Sorcerer's Radio, they do a Christmas special on Christmas Eve. 
uh, where the the hosts kind of take part and have like a little skit, I guess you can say, mm-hmm. you know, uh, throughout the special. Uh, so we're going to be doing that. So look out for us on the Sorcerer's Radio Christmas Eve special. Okay. That's all pretty much I wanted to share. Boy, sweet. Yeah. Do you guys have any news? I do not. Jen, not how about you? No, that covered that covered a lot. Yeah, that, 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 that was a lot. So that's the his on the Candlelight Processional. I'm Joe. I'm Alex. I'm Jen. Thanks for listening and have a magical week. Please follow us on all social media by searching DizHiz65. Share us and subscribe to our podcast to get the latest show when it is available. If you want to help us out, get tips, get your memories shared on the podcast, see pictures and videos of what we are up to at the parks, join our goof troop on Patreon.com and search for DizHiz.